love me, yeah, they love me. First love yourself. And God we trust, trust me. I don't trust myself. Your jewelry, I get it took. No show. Welcome back to It Is What It Is. This episode is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. The app is an easy way to make some cash just by making picks on your favorite players. Underdog is available in more than 30 states, including California, Florida, Texas, and New York, just to name a few. Make sure to support the show by hitting the link in the bio and downloading the Underdog Fantasy app. They will also match your first deposit up to $100 and you get a special pick when you sign up. I'm Treasure Wilson, a.k.a. Sat Baby, along with your host, Mace and Cam. Brother, what up, man? Killer, what's good, man? Shit, what's happening, man? Everything good? Chilling, man. Okay, money blue today? Yeah, okay. man, blue blood. Blue blood, all right. <laughs> like a blue, like a pair of pennies, man. Yeah. Like that. Title town, you know? <laughs> Title town was red a couple days ago. Yeah. It's blue now, okay. It's on a move. Here we go. He's on the move. <laughs> yeah, that was last, that was last okay. Sunday. Right, you so know, we switch up <laughs> pretty quickly around what, here. What's the blue for? Might be Denver, you know. I'm on to my next title that, team. That's not Denver blue. That, <laughs> that's more like the Giants Orlando blue. <laughs> blue is blue. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the pennies idea, killer. I'm going to have to put the pennies with yeah, this. A pair of pennies, man. Yeah. It's tough original pennies, man. And today we are joined with our analyst, Mark Jackson. Mark, what's up, man? Everything good. How y'all doing? Yeah, what's happening, man? Everything all right? How was your week? It was good. Excellent yeah, Super Bowl. A lot of fun. Great game. So it was good. Yeah, man. We missed you, man. We happy you back. Absolutely. Good to be back. Yes, sir. That's great. Okay, so Mark, let's... what's going on? The governor is back. <laughs> what kind of blue did you say that was? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was convenient. Right. Whoever's winning in blue. <laughs> well, you know, it could be the Giants. It could be the Yankees or anything. He's going to find the nearest color blue. It could be turquoise. <laughs> now that he said it, if you ain't hearing me, he said it was Denver blue. I don't know if I've seen Denver in that blue. Maybe the Mavericks close. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's get started with, with what I think is a pretty heated discussion. There's a lot of different opinions on this. So after Curry's game winner a couple of days ago, Kevin Durant says Steph Curry is top five ever. He said he's an all-time great. The greatest ever at his position, top five ever. You give him a look like that for game, he's licking his chops. So one, thoughts on his what? quote. And two, do you agree? Well, the Are, only thing is, I, I, you, you, Kevin Durant's comment, he didn't specify whether he meant top five, what point guard, top five players. So I don't know what he, what what he was basically saying. But Steph Curry is amongst the all time greats, either way you put it. And he's a guy that you don't want with the ball in his hands down the stretch, especially coming out of a timeout. You have to make sure that somebody else beats you, not name Steph Curry on that floor. You're the greatest, bro. You are the greatest. Mark might five? be top five. Mark might be top five. He put no number behind it. There's <laughs> no number behind what you say. Yeah. Is he in the top five, top ten, top five point guards, top ten, ten players? What, 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 are you not answering that? <laughs> you just ignore well, the question. He's definitely a top five point guard of all time. He's definitely a top five point guard of all time. Okay. You're talking about top five player of all time. It's up for debate, but he's certainly a guy as comfortably in that comfortably in that discussion. It's up for debate, Mark. 
You putting Stephen Curry in the top five up for debate? No, no, it's up for debate if somebody want to argue it. I, I haven't put together my list yet, but uh, it's he, he certainly is one of the all-time greats to, to ever place him up. So he's in the discussion with you know, his body of work and what he continues to add to it. So is this debate at the barbershop? Is this the barbecue <clears throat> debate? Or is this the debate amongst NBA um, guys such as yourself? Or do you think no, it's, it's everywhere? We, we don't debate that. We appreciate his greatness and his stamp on the game of basketball uh, today and historically. So I don't have time to debate it as far as with, with NBA players. We acknowledge his greatness. I like that answer. Mark is very diplomatic. He could have been a dipset, yo. Mark is a <laughs> diplomat, for real. Yeah, he's very diplomatic. <laughs> he's very diplomatic. I don't know if he was the kind of diplomatic <laughs> yeah, I was. Not but, John <laughs> Dill, but I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he can he, represent nah, he, him. He, he's one of them diplomats that he got have the plates on his car. Yeah. <laughs> park where you want to park. <laughs> That's the diplomat he is. So he didn't say top, because Mark just avoided the whole question. Yeah. He didn't say top 10 <laughs> point guards. He just said top 10 Top five, period. That's he said I mean. top five ever and then the greatest ever at his position. Right, Mark listen. got somewhere to be next week, you know, so he got to make sure he can go He can go back, you know, wherever he needs to go. My opinion is I'm going to go with top five point guards, but my, I, I'm not, I, I, I disagree um, with Kevin Durant. That's my bro. I just disagree. Um, Steph Curry, top five point guards. Not that I don't even, I'm not going to say he's the best at his position either because I think he, I don't even know where to put him number wise, but he's definitely top five. But he's not even a traditional point guard. Uh, Steph Curry rarely brings the ball up. Uh, he, he, he may, I don't even know what you call him because he's like a glorified two guard, really. He brings the ball up once in a while. 95% of the time, maybe Draymond brings up and he's on the move. He just starts running. He runs half. When they were in the half court offense, he's not sitting still. He passes, he moves. It's a it's a task That's just a to good guard point, him. Killer. Just to guard him all around the court and during the half court set. He's not running the show really like directing traffic like my man Action Jackson Mark used to did, used to do, or a traditional point guard like Isaiah Thomas, or somebody even like Chris Paul today. He, he he's off the ball. He's running. He's moving. He's going through picks. He's going around two, three picks, trying to find an open shot. So even though I know he's labeled a point guard, I don't consider him a traditional point guard. He's I don't know what you call it. I guess you call it a one-two uh, combo. Combo, but to me, you know, I don't know what you call that. It's it's like not a but he's not a regular point guard. He's not traditional. He can can he run the point? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. He can run the point, but that isn't what he does. Uh, I'm not going to say greatest point guard ever. Uh, a game changer, yes. Yeah. Somebody that you don't want to leave open. Somebody's going to make you pay. Uh, absolutely. But um, it's just too early. And I'm not going to say early. He's 35 years old. I'm with Mark. I don't. I haven't put my list together. I would have to sit there and think about it. I would really have to go watch some basketball. We've seen a lot of moments. And what happens is people get become prisoners of the moment. Because they're mm -hmm. in it, you're in the moment. You're like, nah, this is crazy. I've never seen nothing like this in my life. Yeah, you missed a lot of shit in the 80s. <laughs> like, we <laughs> missed some shit in the 70s, or you might have missed some shit in the 90s. Yeah. It's called being a prisoner of the moment. And I'm not saying that's what Kevin Durant is. I'm just saying a lot of times people were like, 
Nah, he's the best. I was watching, watching um after the Super Bowl, and I seen so many football players. I'm talking about ex Super Bowl champions, Ryan Clark, other analysts as well, and mm-hmm. say, yo, I don't care. Patrick Mahomes is the best football player I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, God damn, bro. Yeah, that's prison yeah. of the moment. Yeah, like, yo, bro, y'all niggas played enough and seen enough football to say that this man is the best ever. He got three Super Bowl rings. I know he got a ton of time left. Let him use the time and make a decision. You know, when Tom Brady's in, you're a prisoner of that moment. You know, when Joe Montana's in, you're a prisoner of that moment. You get what I'm saying? When Ben Roethlisberger, you're, you're, you got people got to stop who's old enough, I'm going to say. People yeah. who's old enough need to stop being prisoners of the moment and forgetting what happened in the past because, you know, even like, you know, before with Kevin Durant, you know, I see him upset because something was going on with Kobe and this when Kobe like was towards the end of his career mm-hmm. and he, he was like, yo, I don't like the way y'all treating Kobe. Kobe was our Michael Jordan and that could be true for him. You know, mm-hmm. I was telling stat, I don't even remember what I was talking about and I was like, it's one thing going to YouTube and seeing something like, let's just say Michael Jordan. It's one thing going to see Michael Jordan clips on YouTube. It's another thing being in the aura, pause, in the air, yeah. and seeing and talking about it and to see what the fuck was going on and going to the park and trying to lead sideways and dunking. And, you know, you're in the moment and you're not just stat-wise, you're in the atmosphere. Some shit, time, sometimes shit be in the air, pause. So, yeah. Um, being old enough to see all that, I don't make decisions as fast as I used to make them because I'm like, I kind of seen this movie before a little bit. And then the next person comes and then yeah. the next person comes and you're like, I don't know. But um, definitely top five point guard. I don't know where I got him at all time, but I can't put him as top point guard at this very moment. Can't do it. Where would you place him? I don't know. He's definitely top five. I just said top five. He's a game changer, but... You know, at the end of the day, I believe we had this conversation. Uh, you got Magic Johnson who saved the NBA with Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then Michael Jordan came and also did that. Not only that, you got Magic Johnson who won a high school championship, then won a college championship, and then won an NBA championship back to back to back to back. You got Magic Johnson who's a 6'9 point guard, which was unthinkable at the time where they was like, why you got a 6'9 guy playing point guard? Isaiah Thomas, who scored 25 points in a quarter on one leg. You know, it's a lot, a lot of, lot of, lot of due diligence I need yeah. to do. Now, I'm not sitting here saying stuff. Curry hasn't done amazing shit. He's the number one. Look, he has plenty of time left. I know he's 35 years old. Plenty of basketball left. The all-time leading three-point shooter ever. This is over Reggie Miller. This is over Ray Allen. People forget people like Dale Curry, uh, Kyle Corver, he's the number one yeah. three-point shooter ever, by far, not even by close, by far. So I'm not taking away from him and not saying he may not be the number one point guard at one time, but what happened was, I seen what happened the other day. Steph Curry hits that three, Kevin Durant can't even believe it. He like, because he played with him, that's his yeah. nigga. He like, nah, this nigga's special. Nah, this yeah. nigga. And listen, let me tell you something. If I seen the shit that Steph Curry did, if you were Steph Curry and I was Kevin Durant and I played with you and played against you and we were friends and you just did what you did, what Steph Curry did to the Phoenix Suns, I'd be like, nah, Mace, 
Mason's the greatest ever. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah Mason's the greatest, man. <laughs> That's my He's name. a prisoner. Yeah. He's a prisoner. Yeah, I get it now. I get it. And a moment. And yeah, not just it's like, that, it's also a friendship there and a bond. So, yeah. if, if, so it's easier for you to say it because you yeah, ain't hating on the nigga. Yeah, right? exactly. So. I'm hating on the niggas. <laughs> nah, let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> yeah, there's no way I put him over Magic. But if he get this next championship, because you guys said everything I wanted to say. If he get another championship, I'm putting him before Magic, and I'm putting him before LeBron. And that's so You're putting him ahead of both of those guys, you saying? If he gets another championship, if he gets... Number five, I'm putting them above Magic, and I'm putting them above LeBron, definitely. Mark, do you agree with that logic? <laughs> I mean, he got all the well, credentials, all the credentials. At that point, he would have all the credentials. It, the, the argument lessens, like Killer told me about LeBron. Every year, it gets harder and harder to go against LeBron's claim. That's what it would do for me is Stephen Curry get number five because now we will have to say this guy's gotten three without Kevin Durant. So at this point, he broke all the three-point records. There's no point guard that's anywhere in the stratosphere with him right now. He's a hybrid, just like Magic, something we never seen before. So he checks all of the boxes. What other boxes would he have to check? Well, Magic would have had, does have five championships. Mm -hmm. LeBron has his championships. On top of that, he's the all-time leading scorer in the history of the game. On top of that, he's a top five assist man in the history of the game. On top of that, he's still getting it done with no end in sight 20-plus years later. And he switched so that, teams. That, that, what, what, when, when did that become a... So if you go, if you go from... I'm a purist, uh, Mark. I'm a purist, Mark. Put me, with, put me with... Put me with... If you went from, from Atlantic me, to Def Jam. Yeah, let me, let me tell you what it's like. <laughs> what does that mean? Let, let me tell you what it's like. It's like Snoop Dogg with no limit. We don't count that. I don't count that. We, we, we go with the purist, Mark. I'm from that time of Bob Cousy and Jerry Rice. I'm a purist, Mark. Like... Like Stanley, that what was his name? Van Gundy that was sitting next to you while y'all was arguing. He's a purist. I'm of that club. The, the whole thing about it is Jerry Rice, Jerry Rice plays football. Just we talking about with San Fran. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying no matter where, where you, you put at? it, I'm 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 for the pure game. I'm not for niggas grouping up to beat niggas. I'm gonna beat you by myself. That I'm from that era, you know? Adrian so, Danley. So that so era. You take away so you take away Tom Brady's championship in, in Tampa then? Well, let me let me explain that to you. To a degree, because he went there and he went there with somebody, that's a great point. But LeBron's is a little bit different. And I'm going to tell you why. Because when you look at LeBron, he's up there trying to say he's Mike. Brady was never saying that. We just said that about him. It's a difference. Brady got got pushed out the door too. Yeah, and he got he didn't have he LeBron didn't have to leave. He figured he couldn't win here with the pieces that he had. So he joined another nigga. It would be like Magic saying, "You know what? This summer bird, me and you going to the Bulls." Come on, Mark. You ever played in so the that, park and you it's only one seven footer. You pick all the big men. And then try to act like you beat us, nigga. You got everybody on your team. So that's a great point. So then you don't use that against 
when Kevin Durant went to the Warriors, you only use it one way? No, I I, I, I look at it I look at it every way, Mark. I look at it every way. Like to me, it's a it's a championship. It definitely counts for Kevin Durant, but it don't mean as much to me. I'm a purist. I'm, I, yeah. I I keep the same energy across I'm, the board. To, to to Mason's point, when he said it, when he started this, and I'm not agreeing with him or or disagreeing. <laughs> I don't have an opinion. I'm not gonna put him over these people just yet. But what he did said is, if he wins another championship, that means he won three without Kevin Durant. Exactly. And no COVID championship. No co Durant. no COVID championship. <laughs> but you count the two with Kevin Durant. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. I'm saying at this yeah. point, gotcha. Mark, Mark, I'm saying what I'm saying. You're putting words in my equation. I'm saying the guy would have three. Just like Kobe would have three. How many would Kobe have? Two without um Shaq? But Kobe ain't never leave. Right. I know that's my point. And and um thank you, Cam. Because Steph never left. Mm -hmm. He stayed right there at that same organization. No matter who comes in or who goes out, pause. I win. Whether it's Iguodala, whether it's Gary Payton Jr., whether it's Kevin Durant, whether it's Poole, whether it's Wiggins. Put me with any group. I'm like that. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm expecting. Not every time something goes wrong. Could you please get us this top five player? Could you please get us this top great player to play with us. That's not what Magic was doing. Even though he was on a team with some great players, that's not what he was doing. I'm a purist, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and I see that is that. All right. So in response to his first game back with Draymond after Draymond hit him in the face and then got suspended, Nurkic said he takes back everything he said. He said Draymond didn't learn anything and he shouldn't have a second chance. <laughs> How do you feel about his comments after the fact? <laughs> Let Mark answer that. <laughs> All right, I'm, turn, I'm turning in my license plate. Enough is enough. <laughs> Understand, Nurk, Draymond's not your friend. He's not trying to be your friend. He's coming after you with, with everything he has in between those lines win ball games so while you're trying to help them up and trying to stay nice and play nice and all that these guys are competitive assassins and they play with an edge they, they they play to win and they'll do whatever it takes so i don't need to hear it now don't change the tune now the same thing i mean you look at the way that the warriors were going about playing and the way the phoenix suns was going about playing it was a different mentality as far as competitive spirit and competitive fight there's a reason the Warriors willed themselves to win that ball game because of the way they went after it. Shorthanded, undersized and all. They competed at a level that if you don't match it, you don't stand a chance. Mark, that's what I'm talking about. That's why I said if he wins again, I'm putting him top five. You just explained it, Mark. So you do get me. You just said it. <laughs> That's exactly you. You use better words than I use, but that's exactly what I mean. This guy, they're competing on a high level and they're competing every. I mean, Steph is competing every time on this level. And that's that's what I look at um, when it come to this guy. He's just he's just, you know, passive aggressive. He want to win, but he wants somebody to help him win. I'm not from this time. I'm not from this time, Cam. It's on you, killer. I'm not from this town. They could have left me in the 90s. Um, yeah, I agree with Mark and what you said. Uh, 
But that's what happens when we have too much camaraderie and too much friendship and everybody's kumbaya. And they thinking, okay, I know you slapped me, man, but we cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like Ryan Garcia when he got knocked out. He said, well, can we be friends? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, yo, my nigga, you slapped me, we cool. I swear to God, I was watching the game, man. And... <laughs> I forget, I think I was talking to Bezo, if I'm not mistaken. I was like, as soon as Dray- Draymond would have went up for a layup, if I'd not slapped the shit out Draymond, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been on my mind. Because I, I don't have a track, if I'm talking about from Nurkic, I don't have a track record. I'm not getting suspended 12 games. They're going to they gonna give me about one and a half, maybe one and a half. I come in at halftime on the second <laughs> game. <laughs> like, I'm smacking dog shit, fire out of Draymond off the layup. Soon as he come away, all this trying to be friends and be cool. First play, I get the chance and act like it's a basketball pick. Bah! Yeah. Fuck <laughs> And well, he nah, look at you. What, was Your hand is part play. of the ball. Yeah, Pause. Yeah, yo, bro. That was my, I swear to God, I sat down, we was watching the play. I'm, I'm watching the game. I'm like, why is this nigga trying to be friends with a nigga that smacked the dog shit out of him? I don't get it. I don't really got too much to say about it. You're talking about we ain't learned. Nigga slap me. I'm never your friend, bro. Right. I don't care what's going on. That was not about, now, don't get me wrong. I've been, I've been closed lines. <laughs> by I've been low bridge to pause with a, a nigga low bridge you on purpose you fall. Those are kind of basketball ladies. I remember when we used to play basketball, my coach said, and you know, this is the rules have changed, but my coach used to say, if somebody comes to the basket, all five of y'all come to the basket and everybody foul them. They can only call the foul on one person. <laughs> he, <Yeah>. said, only... <laughs> he said, he said, y'all hurt the nigga because they can only call the foul on one of y'all so all of y'all foul the nigga. I, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's how we grew up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if the nigga trying to get used to dunking of taking off and all that, you had five niggas Pause, <laughs> about to chop your neck off or yeah, yeah, hit you in your rib, do whatever we could because we know it's only worth one foul. They can only call. I, I don't, like I said, I didn't mean to go back that yeah, far. I you can't just, throw the whole team out. Yeah, and not just throw them out. Back then, you was like, it would be a regular foul. Yeah. You got to think about it, nigga. I think it's Kevin McHale, clothesline Kurt Rambis, and they can get kicked out the game. Yeah. <laughs> he got a tech and kept it moving. Like That shit he did to Kurt Rambis, that would be like a nine-game suspension right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, yeah. I, I, I don't really get what Nurkis was trying to do, or say, rather, like he didn't learn that. What you thought he went to? Where you thought he went them 12 games? Like, <laughs> <laughs> anger management, nigga? Nah, that nigga was threatening to retire like because he wasn't backing down off his swore pause. So I don't, you know, whatever, Nurkis. You yeah, gotta, he said you know. he thought he, he tried to hit him in his head, but he missed him. And he was like, and, Dr- and Draymond just told him, he said, um, what he said, I want to get the quote right. He said, this nigga just too small. Yeah. And and he's, and Nurkic is taller than him by about four inches. Four. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay. Kyle Kuzma mentioned that the Wizards offered him a trade to Dallas, but he chose to stay in D.C. to build something there. So one, how do you think his plan is going? And then two, would you guys have liked to see him in Dallas? Mark first. Well, I'm sure the purists wants him to stay in Washington. 
Got you there, Mace. Mace. What he said? He, <laughs> he said, said I'm sure probably- the purist wants him to stay in Washington. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but if he could go to Dallas, it's not it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not like that. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You're right. They got Kyrie <laughs> and they got um what you call it. But if it comes to a trade that's different than me saying, calling five people and saying, meet me. It's different, Mark. That's different. It's what the team does is what the team decided to do. But when I start doing it on my own to beat Paul Pierce and to beat Kevin Garnett and um, what was the other nigga, man? And Ray Allen. And then tell Ray Allen to meet me down there on the low, too. This is a lot going on, Mark. That is a lot going on. That's that a lot, going, a on. lot going on. I, I will say this as far as Kuzma. I respect the fact that he wanted to stay in Washington and he wants to stay in Washington and see it through to, to better days and better times and a winning culture created. Um, so I respect it. And, and I'm sure it had to be a tough decision. One thing you, you guys are well aware of, it's not just about me picking up and going from Washington to Dallas. I got to think about my family, my friends, my, my, my relationships, new, get a new house. I got kids. I got to put them in school. All those things come into play when you're talking about going to another team. So I respect the decision. And those are tough decisions to make, especially when they present it to you. Um, not just Miami, nigga. Nigga told Andrew Wiggins, a number one pick, get up out of here. We need Kevin Love, too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he said, <laughs> Anthony Davis, just don't play no more in the fourth quarter. We going to get you to L.A. Yeah, That's this my is nigga, a, though. I'm, just, this is a lie. <laughs> I'm glad you came around. <laughs> no, I, it's not a secret. I'm, I'm like, this is a lot. This I, is a lot. You know what I say about that? You though? do it one time, pause. I could, I could Listen, act like I'm I ain't see it. I'm not disagreeing with you. This is what I say about that before I get to Cal Kuzma. I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> I think it's harder when you stay with one team, pause. I think that I, I'm totally agreeing with you. Like, even Kobe Bryant said, he's like, I'm not switching teams. I'm not doing yeah. what them niggas would do. I get that 100%. And I wouldn't do it either. But I understand. It was. <laughs> <laughs> but he understands, Mark. No, because you know why? When I say that, it's not. I do what I do like is that players have way more leverage today than they did in the 80s. Not saying jump around. It's up to you. I like that. It's, it's up pause, to you like not that. to want to have it in you, pause to say, I'm, I want to stay here or not, or go here or go there. Look, niggas, niggas signed Magic Johnson. Now I know that contract ain't stick. The 25 years, $25 million. <laughs> What's it? Come on, man. Mark Ma- Jackson voice. What are we doing? Mag- <laughs> Magic pulled a mace. Magic said, yo, I'm sick. I gotta go. Yo, fam. But 25 million for 25 years. Contracts used to be crazy, my nigga. So when players get these opportunities to kind of maneuver how they want to maneuver. I'm in support of that because to me, it used to be the slave ship. You stay in here for a hundred years for $3. Now they're making some money, kind of could go where they want to go. It's up to the player in his heart to be like, now I want to build something. I don't want to go anywhere. But at the same time too, like as much as people say LeBron James is not an assassin, he's not a killer. He's not Kobe. He's not Mike. He's, that's not in his DNA. He's the all-time leading scorer. So for a nigga not even to be the assassin that Kobe and Michael Jordan was, 
He got all the past Kareem. He has all the points, and he's not an assassin. I got look. I, I, I'm I'm totally agreeing. I would not switch teams, but I understand. Back mm-hmm. to Cal Kuzma. Cal Kuzma not to want to go to Dallas and saying he want to build something. That tells me he just got bitches in DC. Like yo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying that's, that's he want to switch get, his real roster. He, yeah, yeah, that's the, yeah, the real yeah, roster. Yeah, he ain't change. got time to start over. I know you go out with Winnie and all that. This <laughs> this screams secret bitches to me. <laughs> There's no reason you don't want to go somewhere where you have a chance to possibly win with uh, somewhere where you don't even know when you're gonna win. Yeah, rebuild. And it's a better that, city. That's not. It's not, rebuild is not on Washington's roster right now. It's nowhere close. Like it ain't like you know. Like when you be like, maybe like the Knicks, you'll say we're a piece away. Right. No, no. y'all niggas is. No, y'all niggas is a jigsaw puzzle away, nigga, from getting that shit together over there, my nigga. This screams out, I got some secret shit going on, and for me to leave right now to fuck a lot of shit up. Because as far as Marcus said, I get it, Mark, moving families, X, Y, Z. He started in L.A. He went all the way, all the way over to D.C. Look, that's part of the game when you're a professional athlete. If you're not a superstar, and you know a superstar, don't buy your house. Rent it, because you never know when you might be able to go. If you don't have a no trade clause contract in your in your in your deal, do not buy your house unless you are a superstar. You are bound to get traded in the middle of a game, like they did Harrison Barnes. It happens, and Cal Kuzma is not a superstar. Good player, good height. I think them niggas is having a ball down in D.C. Him and Jordan Poole, and it's all fun and games, and it's not equaling in the it's not equaling to wins to the point where he says we trying to build something who you fooling <laughs> Yo, who you fooling bro I don't know who you fooling bro I think it's crazy that he didn't want to go to Dallas because that just screams to me I don't want to win <laughs> yeah him on Dallas would have been crazy with Kyrie and Luka would have been crazy with him at the three so you're saying that's something that you would actually like to see if they was going to trade for him yeah. Okay. And to the LeBron point, I'm not even going to get on that. Go, yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go. You can go, go ahead. You might as well go ahead. I, me, honestly, I I don't know. I think when you're on a team of that many great players, you can get a lot of points because nobody can double team you. You actually made it where the, the whole game is easier for you. So all the stats that you guys mentioned – is stats that he probably wouldn't get if he was on a team where he had to earn it by himself. When he was on a team, I would, I don't know the stats in front of me, but I would love to see when he was on Cleveland before how much he went to Miami, mm-hmm. if he averaged more points when he was by himself or when he had partners to pass it to. I think he averaged way more points when he didn't have to pass it to anybody. LeBron, we got to remember LeBron for seven or eight years Maybe nine years, and I think of no, two thousand three, seven years, played by himself in Cleveland, mm-hmm. where he beat the bad boy. Well, not the bad boys. He beat Detroit, got over the hump, bust a lot of niggas' ass. You know, when you're not winning, I'm totally agreeing with you. Don't get up and jump ship, but don't act like he didn't take a team to the championship by himself. Yeah. Allen Iverson style, hundred percent. No, you. yeah, <laughs> he took no, a team. No, thank you because. Of- 
the level of disrespect that's coming from Murdo over there. <laughs> I, I, I'm in shock. I'm absolutely in shock. Mark, this the man had a meltdown, man. Mark. The man had a meltdown. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you what I saw. I pay attention to character, Mark. I'm a character guy. Remember, I'm, I'm a little old-fashioned, you know, so a lot of things don't fly with me, you know. I pick up things people don't pick up. You when, know, when did he have a meltdown? When he when he quit. He never quit. When did he have a meltdown? I want to know exactly what you're talking about. That game in Boston where he quit. He didn't quit. He left the locker room, took, left the court, took his jersey off because niggas, and I'm not getting nobody personal business, if we was all on the same <laughs> he team, quit. he Damn. didn't quit in the game. Them niggas lost. Okay. And everybody on his team knew some shit about his personal life and nobody told him shit. So I'm like, fuck y'all niggas too. If niggas is on the team, no something about shit yeah, that's, that's off real. the court. And, and, and I'm the laughing stock. And it involves my family. I don't fuck with y'all niggas. So I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. No, I'm agreeing you. with yeah. you, but that's why I'm saying he quit. That's what I'm saying. That made him quit. Maybe I'm, when you say quit, like quit on quit the team. Quit you don't give your best okay, effort. Okay. You're not giving you your like, best effort. Like, okay, I thought you meant like quit. Like you told then, me that a professional is when... And you correct me if you didn't say this, but you said a a professional is when you play basketball even when you don't want to. Is that your is definition? True. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So I'm just holding them to your definition. So I'm going to Google the game that you're talking about he quit on because I would like to see how much he had. I don't know. I'm going to see how much he had and what his points was because that would tell us if he quit on that game. No, it's, that, it's it. not the points he had. It's, 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 it's how he finished. It's not the points. I could have 50 points. Nah, if you have 50 points, you didn't quit. I'm, I have to totally agree, disagree <laughs> with you. I totally disagree with you with that. I'm saying if you I have 50 points in the first half and then you get to the second half and we need you to get Chamberlain points in the you, first half. and you act like you don't want the ball, that's quitting to me. I, I don't see 50 points quitting. First, second, third, or fourth quarter. All we right. just have to agree, disagree, agree to disagree on that. But I'm going to see how much he had that game. We don't got to do a nasty. That yeah. Yeah, I just want to know. Yeah. Okay. Well, also on the topic of Dallas, because we were talking about Kyle Kuzma mm -hmm. and the opportunity there, Dallas Mavs 20-year-old rookie Derek Lively still lives at home with his mother. That's something that he shared during a broadcast. He said he gets home-cooked meals and someone to do his laundry. So my question to you all is if you guys were in his position, would you do the same thing? Mark first. Great question. Timely question, too. Uh, my first year, I won rookie of the year. I believe I'm the first professional athlete to win rookie of the year, staying in the same bed, uh, in the same bedroom with my three other brothers. So wow. four of us in one room in Queens, New York, going from, from there to the games and headed back right after the game. You see my black and gold BMW parked outside my house. Uh, I lived there my first year as a, as a rookie, home cooked meals with my mom and dad and my family. So I got no problem with it at, at, at all. Yeah, um, I think it's I think it's super dope that he's he's living with his mom's knowing all the um, the details behind the scene. You know, he had a dad that um, overdosed when he was young, and his mom have a still battling with lymphoma. So, is is a is a perfect match for where he is right now. Um, man, my blessings and prayers go out yeah. there. I didn't know that. Yes, look, uh, as long as you're safe, man. You know, where's he from? That's that's another thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that matters. Yeah, you know if if you're gonna get pressed every day in your neighborhood, it's like let me hold something, bro. 
Come on, you play for the <laughs> next. Mark, you didn't go through that when you was at home? Oh, yeah, I knew how to handle it, though. I'm from New York. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> what I said. Yo, Mark, let me get some tickets. Yo, Mark, come on, man. Mark, you, you change. Yo, Mark, yo, my nigga. Yeah, you know last that. night you only had 10. How you going to let niggas get, get that on you? That shit is, yo, that's a big, that was tough for you to go back to Queens and be a point guard for the Knicks and live in New York. Listen, I ain't going to lie. I had to go. Listen, I hung out in Harlem every <laughs> single day. Nah, I'm not gonna say every day. I, I got a record there, but I had to, I couldn't spend the night there, yo. <laughs> Soon as I got three, I remember we had a crib in Connecticut. Yeah, <laughs> me, you, blood, and yeah. Dick, yo, listen, man. At, during the sleep there is annoying because you know what I you know what I notice now that I'm older is that uh, when you live in in the inner city. It's no big deal for people to come knock on your door like, yo, go get the door. Now you be like, yo, who the fuck get the door? <laughs> like, yo, no niggas just ain't knocking at the door. Who the fuck is yeah. that? When you live in the city, anybody can knock your door, they'll just go see who it is, see who it is. Now somebody knocking at my door, I'm like, who the fuck came over here uninvited yeah. and didn't tell me that they was on the way? So um, knowing what Mace just said, um, yeah, more power to him. Um, prayers up for his mom and his whole situation, but also saves money, also sees your uh, outlook with the team and where your money's coming from in the near future while you're saving some money. I agree. And then, Mark, just a quick question. When did you actually decide to move out? The second year I moved out. Enough was enough. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Okay, and then before we go to break, we're going to talk about Victor Wembanyama real quick. He had a great night versus the Raptors, and he's the first rookie with a 10-block triple double since Spurs number one pick David Robinson in 1990. He had 27 points, 14 rebounds, 10 blocks, 5 assists. How do you guys feel about Victor's future? He's special. He is absolutely special. And I see the debate of him, of Chet Holmgren winning Rookie of the Year. Right now, he's the lead in the clubhouse to win Rookie of the Year. His impact on both sides of the floor, his impact as a defender, as a, as a rim protector, can shoot from the three-point line, can post up, can handle the basketball. He has no weaknesses uh, on the basketball court. And the upside is tremendous because he's only going to get stronger physically and uh, gain more and more confidence. I think he's, uh, he's an incredible generational talent. Yeah, I agree with you, Mark, on this. He's he's the first rookie to have 150 blocks with 28 games still still um, to play. He got um, 150 assists and 50 steals. And he's the first rookie to do that in the season since Tim Duncan, 1997, 98. I got... Uh, uh, differences of opinion with him. The numbers is good and sometimes when I watch him he does amazing shit but I don't see it consistently and not saying number wise just looking at his body mm -hmm. language. Like uh, it's it was a it's playing the Bucks. He threw it behind the back on Damian Lillard and I forget who jumped with him and then he dunked on the nigga I think it was Lopez if it goes I'm like yo if you do this every game you're a monster and I'm not saying he doesn't yeah, but the games that I watch, it's just sometimes to me takes nights off. But when you look at his numbers, the outstanding. Uh, if you asking me, I'm definitely putting Chet ahead of him right now for Rookie of the Year mm. because where Chet is helping his team at right now, being second 
in the Western Conference front in the Western Conference. Um, no, Spurs not even in the playoffs. And I'm not saying that uh the Spurs have anybody near uh Shea Gilgis, but at the same time, we have to put into effect into consideration what Chet brings to the table as well. So um I think that they're both neck and neck. I wouldn't be mad at anybody for picking Wimby for uh, rookie of the year, but I gotta go to a guy who's contributing to a team that's guaranteed to make the playoffs. In a big way. I agree with Keller. Yeah. yeah, that's actually a really good point when you put it that way. Because I think a lot of people are just looking at numbers, but it's like he's helping his team elevate and stay at the top, which I know the Spurs have a lot of rebuilding to do, but like he's obviously a good asset to the team. But it's a good point. I think a lot of people will disagree because they're just looking at Wemby being that forefront. But Chet is obviously making a major contribution. Okay, y'all, we're going to go to break. And when we return, we will discuss Spencer Dinwiddie's odd agreement with the Lakers. Don't go anywhere. Pink horsepower. She called this thing about toxic. What's happening, man? Hey, what's happening? Why you walking like that? That's how, that's how I walk. And then, like, you come on breathing on me like that. I fucking breathe to live. And, like, you used to be dark-skinned, and now you act like hella light-skinned. Are you fucking blind? I'm dark-skinned. What, what the fuck? And then, like, look at your beard. What the fuck is wrong with my beard? Your stupid. What the fuck are you talking about? Has this ever happened to you? Your girl seems to be mad, angry, upset. She's frustrated. It's only one way to handle that. Pink horsepower. No, 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 no. I'm just trying to give you a massage. Plus, have I told you how good your beard looks lately? It looks so good. No. PHP. It works every time. Wait, where are you going? Welcome back. Now let's get into our underdog fantasy picks of the day. Tonight, the Spurs will play Dallas, two teams we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Underdog fantasy has Luca at 31 and a half points. Do you have him higher or lower, Mace? Higher. Oh, yeah. He goes crazy on, on Wimby. It's like when he wants to prove he's the biggest foreign of them all. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Hand gestures and all that was wild. <laughs> <laughs> Hand gestures was wild. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go higher. Okay. Kyrie is at five and a half assists. You have him higher or lower, Cam? Higher. Higher. Okay. And Wemby is at 10 rebounds. You have him higher or lower, Mace? Higher. I'm going higher. I'm going low. Okay. Download the Underdog Fantasy app and you can make your picks too. We are joined back with our analyst, Mark Jackson. Code Cam. <laughs> yeah, Code Cam. Okay. So I just pulled it up, Mason. Yeah. <laughs> game seven, May 18th, mm-hmm. the game LeBron James quit on. They lost 97 to 92. Mm-hmm. LeBron James has 45 points, five assists, 
I knew you was going to do that, Kim. I'm, I, dude, yo. That's why I said, <laughs> did y'all hear me say if a nigga has 50, right? I was already prepared for this, Kim. I'm already 50. in the future, Kim. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying this. I'm looking Mark, at a game quick. Mark, did you hear me say 50? Mark is not on your side with this. He's I know. He's, he's, he doesn't have to be on my side, but did you hear me say 50 for debating purposes? Did I say 50 or yes, did I did. not? All right, so I'm being consistent, Mark. I'm being consistent. 45, 5, and 6. And you lost by 5 points. Come on, man. That was the 5 Give he needed. Give me dudes that have quit on me with those numbers. <laughs> Mark, I'd rather, send, I'd rather 7 points with a championship, but that's why I'm from title town. Because I think different. I don't care about the 40 and the loss. I want... I, whatever you get winning, Mark, you was the guy that told me this. You said people want to win on their own terms. I'm taking all of these nuggets in, pause. So you understand, <laughs> I'm paying attention, Mark. That That's a purist mindset. Don't let killer corrupt you. <laughs> Don't let killer like corrupt that. I like you. I ain't corrupt him. I'm just reading what happened. He lost by five <laughs> points. This man had 45, five and six in the game seven. 23 years old with no help. Like Mike gave his all to me, pause. <laughs> I just wanted to I'm sorry Yeah you agree with him right I'm saying the five that he needed Would have made it 50 That's what I'm but saying But you're according to you 50 didn't matter anyway Yeah it doesn't if you lose I'm in agreement with you killer You know I'm no, agree no, to listen, disagree No this is what makes it We don't have yeah. to agree that's, that's, I, don't, I prefer not to agree with you all right, well, keep it how you prefer it then, because I disagree. <laughs> Absolutely. 45, 5, and 6 is crazy. Game 7 lost by five to Ray Allen Rondo, Kevin Garnett, and Paul Pierce. And that's where he got the 23 idea. going against three, three or four. All 23 famous. years old. Mark, and that's mm -hmm. where he got the idea. No, and, and you need know, the bust a sucker move. And you know what? And, and that's when he said, <laughs> well, that's, that's the sucker shit niggas doing because Ray Allen was over there in Seattle. Kevin Garnett was in Minnesota. Rondo was brand new. So niggas said, oh, niggas is doing trios. Bet. That's what they hey, doing yo, now. That's, I, yeah, I get that, you, though. I get you, though. That's what yeah, they Yeah, Mark, that's why I didn't rap, Mark. Niggas is painting their nails now. Niggas is getting their eyelashes done. So I have to decide if I want to paint my nails like everybody else or I, or I stage left on this one. <laughs> Which one we do? First of all, niggas was doing that before. Them niggas, Gary Payton, Carl Malone, them niggas all tried to go to the Lakers one year. Yeah, and they, they didn't did. win. Yeah, they did. Niggas tried that before Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen did that. It just ain't work out in their favor. Yeah, you're right. So that's just that. But I take a quitter with these numbers, like Mark said. It's about, <laughs> that's, you can hear that. <laughs> I didn't even mean to stay here this long. Yo, I just want Mark. to read the stats. <laughs> you know what this tells me, Mark? If it get tough enough, y'all going to paint y'all nails. That's all this tells me, but I'm going to move on. <laughs> who's who's y'all? <laughs> you and Mark. <laughs> you know, the, I'm the last nigga that's going to do nothing that follow anybody, anything do. I'm the nigga that says fuck everything and just leave and don't care about whatever happens. You too, I'm just saying. I'm just, we not far behind. Yeah, we're not. I'm, we're not I'm, far I'm behind not, on that. I'm not doing none of that. Go ahead, what, that. what do nails got to do with this? No, you said he peeped the sucker move pause that they were doing and he 
He created his own sucker move. So you saying that LeBron would paint his nails? That's what yeah, you're saying. <laughs> I don't know about me and Mark, <laughs> and I wouldn't know, say that about LeBron about either. But that's basically yeah, what you're basically saying. Basically saying if the pre- if it becomes popular enough, you know, most people do what they do. Moving along, Spencer Dinwiddie is going to get a massive $1 bonus in his contract <laughs> if the Lakers win the NBA championship this year. So how do you feel about his special little check that he'll receive? What was your initial reaction hearing that? Mark first. Initially, I was stunned and thought it was hilarious. But then I heard him explain it about his relationship with his agent. Yeah. And he did it as a tip of the hat to his relationship with his agent. Uh, to keep that in his contract moving forward. So I, I think it's a good thing, but uh, Spencer Denway actually played high school basketball with my son in, in L.A. Great team with about four pros on there. So got a lot of respect for him, and I think it's a great pickup for the Lakers. Explain it to us, Mark, the deal. What, what's this tip of the hat, pause, or straw in the hat, whatever you were saying about this $1? I guess $1. for negotiation, I guess for the way I can explain his relationship with his agent and the fight that they had trying to make deals and create opportunities and get as much money as possible. Then at the end of the end of the negotiation, at some point he put in the $1 as a tribute, as a salute to his agent grinding for him from day one. It also says, so like when he was with the wizards, the bonus was added as a joke since the expectations around the wizards were kind of low. So they just kept that in there moving forward. So it is something between him and his agent. But I just want to know you guys' initial reaction when you heard that, because that's the headline. Yeah, so. I would say if, <laughs> if it's that, if winning a championship is that undoable, then raise the amount. If you think we can't do it, that gives somebody something to shoot for. I don't really got nothing to say about this. I just, I kind of like um, Dinwiddie on, on the Lakers, though. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Did LeBron trade for him? Right. <laughs> just action. That's what I'm trying to say, killer. This is exactly what I'm trying to say. So Rob Palinka had nothing to do with it. I'm saying he's pulling all the strings, but when it and I don't have a problem, like you said, with athletes having that ability to bust moves. I just don't like that when the move doesn't go right, he doesn't take the ownership that I put us in this crazy position when this is called. Pause. Yeah, that was nuts. And with that, we're going to move along to the next one. So Draymond Green and Charles Barkley are teaming up for an alternate broadcast hosted by Taylor Brooks and Jamal Crawford for the All-Star Game. Question is, would you guys watch it? Say that again. So Draymond Green and Charles Barkley (laughs) are doing alternate broadcast for the All-Star Game hosted by Jamal Crawford and Taylor Brooks. I don't get I'm not following Who's where? Sort of like the Manning cast. Like yeah. They're going to have their own show. Yo, we going to have our own show, All-Star. We going to be out there. Yo, Mark, you coming? <laughs> For us. Oh, as, as of right now, I'm not, I'm not coming out there. Come on, Mark, man. We, going, we, we Saturday, we live. I forget the venue. I'm going to announce everything <laughs> tomorrow on the show where we going to be at All-Star Weekend. We would love to have our NBA analysts at All-Star Weekend with us. It would just be, you see who going? You see the shit we got to deal with? I don't even know what stats that need. I didn't, I, like, Mason, you answer that shit. I don't really care. I was, like, we, we the stars, nigga, let's pull up. 
New, <laughs> like, New York, let's pull up. What are we waiting on? We got something to What we need to do, Mark? What we need to do to get you on the broadcast Saturday? Yeah, Live Mark used Star. to play in Indiana. Mark yeah. know he need to be in Indiana. That's What's crazy, wrong man. with Mark? I don't know, man. Mark is going crazy. He done lost his mind. Well, Mark, you call- <laughs> the purist says I lost my mind. Yeah. <laughs> He's not showing up to the All-Star game. Yeah, man. Come this on. ain't the Mark I know, man. The Mark that yeah. went like this to Pat. Yeah, you went to a championship <laughs> with, Indian- with Indianapolis, too, man. Yeah. Did you go to a championship with Indianapolis? Yeah, Rick Smith, yeah. man. Yeah, man. Rick has won that first championship against us. Yeah, listen, man. This is your second home almost. Reggie Miller, listen. That's a yeah, lot this of history. When Mark had the ball head. Pause. Yeah, I don't know what's going Three on, times. man. What you try to say, them days is over? You don't want to go back? Well, tomorrow I'm going to have some information because right now it's looking like me, Stat, and Mace will be in Indianapolis. Uh, I'll let you know tomorrow 100%. Though for our fans that's looking for us. Maybe we'll talk to Mark and see if we what it's gonna take to get him out there. Super dope. We'll definitely talk. Right. I'm, I'm gonna be watching you guys no matter what, whether I'm there or not. I'm gonna be this is what I'm gonna be tuning into. I appreciate Facts. it. Okay. So we talked about Kanye last episode a little bit, and he's making headlines again, but this time for a response Shaq had for him for avoiding him <coughs> at the Super Bowl. So Ye had posted something on his Instagram, something about the founder of American Apparel, basically, you know, reaching out to him. Shaq had responded. Excuse my language, y'all. Who cares? Stop bitching and snitching. I know you saw me at the Super Bowl. I was waiting for you to say something smart. Man up. Nobody want to see you crying. Man up, little boy. So that's what he said. And then he has since deleted the comment. What is you guys' initial reaction to I'm Shaq? confused about a lot of these comments. <laughs> What is American Apparel and Shaq? Does he own American Apparel? No, like he basically just, he posted something about, Kanye posted something about an interaction with the owner of American Apparel, Dove Sharni, and basically was just talking about some stuff that had went through between them. Shaq responded, who cares? Stop bitching and snitching. Basically calling him out for avoiding him at the Super Bowl. Why? This is why why I'm confused. Why is Kanye avoiding Shaq? That's the question. That is the question. Yeah, so that's why I'm confused. Like, I don't, American Apparel, I don't know what that right. did. What is, what is Kanye running from Shaq about? This is what I'm saying. I don't know. You just that's said, why I really can't right. elaborate because I right. don't know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I thought you had the information about yeah, it. Yeah, well, that is, the, that's the, that is the information. That response from Shaq is going viral because he's just mad that Kanye avoided him at the Super Bowl. And that's what's there. I just put the context of American Apparel because that's what Kanye had posted on his Instagram. So it had nothing to do with Shaq. That's what Kanye posted. And then Shaq came back, double back and said that. I, dig it. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what they beef is about. Right. So I don't know what to say about it. Like they may be beefing about whatever, but I right. can't comment. I know one thing though, like Shaq, you got to realize niggas ain't trying to fight you, nigga. <laughs> Yo, you seven one. <laughs> yeah. Why would he not be avoiding you? Yeah. Yeah. Mad niggas is, is avoiding. not Bruce Lee with Kareem Abdul your boss, Shaq. Yo, Sha- Shaq, trust me, you're not the only one. Yeah, I mean, pardon me. If you do that, if you tell niggas you got problems with them, I'm pretty sure a lot of people would be avoiding you. And listen, 
They going to see you before you see them. They like, you could be seen from a mellow. Oh, that's Shaq. I'm going the other way. I don't got time for that shit. So, Shaq, you can't even knock yeah. Kanye for His running. security can't even do nothing if Shaq run down. <laughs> yeah, listen. Shaq like, yo, mind your business. Listen, let me tell you something, man. Yeah, exactly. Let me give you an example, right? And I'm not comparing these two whatsoever, but Shaq is 7'1". And I know Shaq's a little older, but Shaq still be doing little karate moves, playing games and all type of shit. Ah, yeah, full schnicking. Yeah, and all these commercials and everything. So Shaq hit you with a dead arm, man. It, it, it'll hurt. <laughs> so not even comparing this to Shaq. You know, Shannon Sharp, I don't know if you guys seen that. Shannon Sharp and Mike Epps been was beefing for like a day or two. Mm-hmm. And... um. Shannon Sharp said, I'm going to see you in Indianapolis, nigga. I'm going to see you in Indianapolis, all the shit you're talking. I'll be at All-Star Weekend. I'll see you there. And Mike Epps said, that's my hometown. This is verbatim what Mike Epps yeah. said. He said, you know, a bunch of people made jokes about you. And yeah, I'll, I'll be an All-Star and I will see you. But I don't do no fighting, Shannon. I do blank, 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 blank. Blank, 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 blank. Yeah. So if you want to run down on me, it's fine. I have no problem with you, but there ain't going to be a bunch of fighting because Shannon Sharp is mad diesel. Like, yeah. yo, Mike, I was like, I'm going to be at that crib with niggas. You think you're going to run down and fuck me up? Cool. Since then, they both put out statements saying that they're going to talk like men and be cool, so on and so forth. And it looks like they it's going to just be a talk between two grown men. It's not going to escalate to any violence. But Mike Epps said yeah. that to Shannon Sharp, like, if you think I'm going to be fighting you. Yeah, that's a smart decision. Yeah. Niggas is too grown to be wrestling. Y'all niggas doing all this curling. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> go ahead if you want. <laughs> go, go ahead if you want. Yeah, I see you doing your dips and all that. <laughs> go ahead. I know you on set number eight. <laughs> go ahead, nigga. <laughs> My, my, my point is whether it's Kanye or Shaq. Nigga think he on. He did 84 pull-ups. Nigga, go ahead if you want. <laughs> go ahead if you want. I dare you. <laughs> it's satire. It's satire. You know, no, you're right, though. Pause. Go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry. I what you want to say. No, no, no. My point is whether you're Shaq and Kanye or Mike Epps and Shannon, we 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 have to do better. I don't mean to be all preachy, but at the end of the day, we we all winning from where we came from. Mm-hmm. I got no beef with nobody. I should be able to go to Indianapolis, enjoy the All Star Game, celebrate the game, celebrate the history, celebrate my where I am in life. I'm no longer where I once was. We got to get to a point where we got to do better uh, as a people. Yeah, and you can't do things that you don't want to be known for. You need to add that to your statement. If you do sugary stuff, a person should be a, a person observing you did something sugary is not is not judging you. It's just an observation. Okay. Well, on that note, Mark, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me again. Thank you, Mark. We appreciate you. Yeah. Likewise. Okay. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks for watching. And as always, it is what it is. Uh,